When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Hi, and welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of a heart felt apology. It's Ah, kind of icky and it's it's, a bit uncomfortable. It's difficult and it's brave and it's... It's that. A true apology does not include the word but, I'm sorry, but automatically cancels out an apology and nearly always introduces a criticism or an excuse. A true apology keeps the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response don't shift the blame no 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 i just want to highlight that i think you have i listened to uh harriet learner's book yeah why won't they apologize why won't you apologize why won't you apologize why won't you apologize (laughs) no why won't you you? (laughs) do you want to hear our special Review of the week. (laughs) I always do. I always do. Review of the week. This podcast is amazing. Yeah. As someone who spends 90% of their earphone time listening to true crime podcasts, I love to unwind with the self-care club because we're criminals. We're criminals of self-care and wellness, Nicole. (laughs) It's criminal how good we are at self-care. That's what's criminal. (laughs) I walk away from every episode wanting to be a healthier version of myself and go for a run. Yeah. Of course, I never go on the run, but it's the (laughs) thought that counts. (laughs) Keep inspiring, lovely ladies. Five stars. And that is from Don't Trust the Neighbours pod oh i love her already i mean i love the fact that she feels inspired to be healthier and go for a run i don't think that's me inspiring her there maybe it might be me inspiring her not to go for the run she's not going for the run no that that will be my influence how much yours she would go for the run (laughs) how much are we actually inspiring her she never goes on the bloody run (laughs) hilarious how are you feeling since we did our week of heartfelt apologies i am feeling good like i learnt a good lesson. Which was? Well, how to really do it and how not to pay it lip service. Yeah. Because I think, although sorry is the hardest word, it is very easy to just chuck out a couple of I'm sorry's. Especially as we did say in the main episode, often sometimes husbands do it. And James, our producer, agreed. 
in instead of the phrase "please shut up and go away," yeah, they just chuck and I'm sorry. Yeah. So well, I gave an example, didn't I? Yeah. On the show, yeah, Adam with the yes. washing up, yeah, and it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay. No. How how are you feeling since that week? I am. I love this practice. I think it's a life-changing practice. Mm. I really do. Mm. To learn how to apologise properly mm. and in a heartfelt, sincere way is it can save you so much trouble and conflict. Mm. Really, mm. it can. Mm. It's incredible. Mm. And it's understanding that it's a sign of strength mm. to take responsibility and know when to apologise for yourself. It is incredible. Agreed. Something I will take with me for the rest of my life. Agreed. Should we get on to what the listeners had to say? I asked on Instagram, how are you at apologising when you know you are in the wrong? Mm -hmm. I also asked, do you know how to give a heartfelt apology? Oh. Yeah. It was, people had a lot to say. Okay, come on, tell me. So the polls were, how are you at apologising when you know you're wrong? Yeah. The options were, I'm good. Yeah. Or I hate apologising. Oh, okay. The polls are in. Yes. The answers are in. Yes. The I'm good yeah. was 55%. So just a scraping over yeah. half. And right. I hate apologising was 46%. I'm not surprised to hear that. 45% even. I'm not surprised to hear that. Are you? Yes, I was actually. Why? Because I was watching it all day. Yeah. And the first couple of hours, it was literally like 90% of people were saying, I hate apologising. Mm. And I just thought that was how it was going to go. Mm. So I am mm. quite surprised mm. at this. Apologising is hard. It is hard. And I think most people really don't like it and maybe part of the reason why they don't like it is for all the reasons we stated on the main show which you should listen to if you haven't but also because because maybe they don't know how to do it well or they're anxious about how to do it properly and well and maybe if you've got a little couple of tools in your toolbox it might feel a bit less daunting well I think We've given them tools. Yeah, that's what I mean. And actually, the biggest tool Mm. is, I'm sorry, Mm. full stop. And how many pollers knew how to give a heartfelt apology? The options were, I think so, and maybe not. Right. 54% said, I think so. Okay. So there's a lot of learning to do here on this subject. Yeah. And and definitely you and me are included in that. I I feel like I'm pretty good at apologising these days. Mm. It was a very helpful um, show. It was, wasn't it? Even for the hosts. <laughs> so then I asked, what are your thoughts on apologising? Yeah. Jess says, mm. I only apologise when I sincerely mean it. Well, good for you, mm. Jess. I can't stand it when sorry is thrown around. Mm-hmm. Yes, we agree. Catherine says, Harriet Lerner's work is brilliant. Yes. We agree, Catherine. Yeah. If there is a but in the sentence, it's not an apology. Agree, Isn't Catherine. that great? That's also a lo- another great yeah. tip. If there is a but, I'm sorry... But you were but you were being annoying that day. Yeah. Not an apology. It's not an apology. Paula, I wish I was good at it, but sometimes I am so petty. Well, well done for owning that, yeah. Paula. Yeah. Because that's a hard right. thing to say about yourself. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So I hope that this show has helped you mm. to just pivot in a different direction yeah. with that. Stein says, I think it makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. I agree. M says, I think an apology only holds value when it is sincerely meant. But when you force a child to apologize for something, does that apology hold any meaning? Now, mm, this is a great point that to bring up. Is a really good question. So how much do you say, like I say it to my kids, I've actually stopped saying it. Say sorry to your sister. Mm, you didn't mean mm. that. And then they'll say, Well, I did mean that. I say, Well, say sorry. And they go, sorry. Mm. 
that's just what it, what is that i have found a better way around that is to say i feel really disappointed so guilt yes <laughs> rather than the a jewish cu- guilty mother rather than accusing rearing her like, ugly head you know what that was actually really unlike you to behave like that and i feel really disappointed that you have and what you find is they mull and they mull and they mull and then they come downstairs and they go i'm really sorry it actually happened yesterday because we went out on Saturday night and I gave my son my card and said, order dinner, you know, just put it on my card. Now he works on a Saturday. He earns very good money from his job and he could really afford to buy his own Nando's, but I, you know, I didn't want him to. So I gave him my card and he went a little overboard and I saw my bank statement the next What's day. What's What did he buy from Nando's? So he didn't. He actually bought himself an Indian takeaway, but he spent on just himself what we would spend on probably three or four of us. Oh, God. And there wasn't even anything left over. <gasps> and I wasn't very happy. And I told him so. And I said, you know what? I really feel like you've taken advantage of me. I gave you my card. You know I wouldn't have minded what you spent. I wanted to do that for you because you work hard and you should keep the money that you earn. And I feel really taken advantage of, and that's really unlike you. An hour later, I'm really sorry, Mum, and I've put £15 back into your PayPal account, which obviously I never really wanted him to do. But, you know, he thought about it. Bless. So, yeah, I mm, when you force a child to apologise, <laughs> does it have any meaning? Well, thank you for that lovely story. Thank you. <laughs> I but, know what she means, and it, I think it's more to do with younger children, you know, when you do that thing of... Say look, sorry for hitting him. Look, my kids bitch and moan at each other mm. all the time. They're yeah. constantly screaming at each other. They're constantly calling each other names. They're horrible to mm. each other. I am often guilty of doing the say sorry to your sister because I think it's somehow going to diffuse the whole situation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Mm. And it doesn't mean anything. Mm. And it's a nonsense because they're not sorry. No, they're not. So that now I have started asking, are you sorry? Yeah. And they say, No. no. Well, I'm not going to make you apologise if you're not sorry, Mm. but I would like you to think about what it is you have done. Yeah. Yeah, I think And would you like to be called that? No. Well, there you go then. To the Lighthouse says, it's like lifting a stone from one's chest. That's nice. That's a nice way to think of it. It is, isn't it? Mm. Because it takes the weight off Mm. of your shoulders, Mm. and I would agree with that. Mm. Cloud said, I used to hate it, but now I see the value. I apologise all the time, but not too much. I listened to that show. Ah, yes. <laughs> that episode of Stop Saying Sorry, which was about over-apologising, which yeah. is the other side of that yeah. coin, right? Yeah. yeah. And funnily enough, there was um, the other day, mm. the girls were in the car. Lily Rose got in. It was her birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was late in picking her up. And now I'm always late in picking her up on a Wednesday. Right. Okay. So I knew and I said to Daisy, come out of school really, really quickly so we can get her because she'll just be so upset because it's her birthday. Yeah. And then the traffic was bad and then there was a there was roadworks and I was really stressed yeah. because I knew how she was going to react. Yeah. Anyway, we get there. She gets in the car. She is so furious that we are late. Yeah. Like furious. Yeah. And she's screaming and at me. And she's screaming yeah. at Daisy. And she was being beyond unpleasant mm. okay mm. now birthday or not you do not speak to your sister like that mm-hmm. and you do not speak to me like mm-hmm. that and daisy mm-hmm. my eldest one mm-hmm. who knew it was her birthday mm. and just wanted to diffuse the situation yeah. she said look lily rose i am really sorry mm-hmm. that we came out of school late mm-hmm. i did my best and blah blah blah, blah. Mm. and i said to her daisy this is not yours to apologize for mm. you haven't done anything wrong mm-hmm. and i want you to know 
when it is time to apologize mm-hmm. and when it isn't mm-hmm. and this is not the, this is not the time she did it to diffuse yeah yeah and yeah. that's not okay mm-hmm. as we uncovered on our last show of yes. over apologizing yeah so i think that's something we have to work yeah there's a balance isn't there uh, there's always a balance yeah so that's what they had to say about apologising. Right. We had a nice email in from Yasmin. Oh, yes. She says, Hi, Lauren and Nicole. I love listening to the vampire repellent spray episode. To be honest, I would give it a go. Oh, I, want- I think you should. <laughs> I wanted to share with you both my coping strategies. Okay. I currently have issues with an individual who is close to me, very toxic, manipulating and nasty. This behaviour has been going on for years now, up until recently. I push it down and I carry on. In doing this, I feel upset, angry, annoyed with myself and them, but I always wanted to be the nice person, so I just took it. However, after the recent event of verbal abuse and being sworn at in front of others, not to mention having lies thrown at me, I thought, no, not this time. Enough was enough. Good for you. So this is what she's put in place. I've distanced myself from this person. I still interact with them as it's a needs must. I no longer go to their house. If they come to mine, I'm civil and polite, but that's it. I refuse to be sucked into any dramas and I make that vocal and clear. I nip it in the bud. Oh, good. And I'm careful of what I say because there is a lot of toxicity. Nice. I'm also a big crystal and essential oils person. I'm always wearing crystals as well as carrying them and my crystals change depending on the situation and my mood and feeling. I've been using essential oils for three years and I swear by them. I found by using my crystals and oils together, I feel better, I feel stronger and protected. This is an individual in our family unit, so it's tricky. I feel that by me doing what I've done and making a stand, they've realized that I'm not weak like they thought and maybe they need to be a bit more wary of me. It's taken me years to get to this point and it feels good. Some of the hippie woo-woo stuff works. And yes, my partner and my son call me a witch, but I just <laughs> laugh because I know it won't be too long before they come and ask me for an oil or something to help them. I love your podcast, love the banter and the topics. Thank you so much. What a lovely email. Yeah, thank you. We haven't done essential oils. No, but there are some oils blended in the spray, which is what she's sort of referring to. I, I mean, I'm sorry to tell you this, Nicole, but I actually do use essential oils all the time at the births. Part of my job. Are you a bit like, oh no, she's very woo-woo now, but I do. You're the least woo-woo person I have in my life. Yeah, but I, I'm totally into them. I have a, an essential oil burner. I have a whole set of oils and I use different blends at births. I use things like frankincense for uplifting. I use things like clary sage to bring on contractions. I use lavender for calming and I make the, my own blends for the births. So that, that all goes on in my world. So you say we don't use essential oils, but I've been doing it for years. No, well, we don't use we essential oils. We don't use them together. It's still true. I've never used them. And I love that you've now just kept this a whole secret. It's How long have we been doing this? Just 20 months? It's no, 20 <laughs> months we've been doing this show. 21 months, I think it's yeah. coming up for. Yeah. And you've never mentioned essential We should do a week on essential oils. I've got all the It's stuff. just part of my job. Okay. Yeah, I don't really think about this it. This could be part of your other job. Do you want to do a week of trimming fringes? We could do that. <laughs> is, that is that your way of asking for a haircut? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's just say yeah. I offered you two slots, which you have turned I down. I didn't turn them down. I couldn't do it. I know. I'm just saying. Anyone that knows my diary knows that they it's don't a turn... a very packed diary. They don't turn down two slots and get a third. Meanwhile, I've still got split ends. But anyway, <laughs> let's get on to our challenge of the week. <laughs> self-care club challenge of the week challenge of the week this week is an obvious one oh by the way before yeah. i give the challenge yeah. of the week out mm-hmm. listeners mm-hmm. have we been doing our challenges of the week have you been partaking in it have you been sharing it with us well yasmin has yasmin has thank you yasmin yes yeah. anyone else 
Sean, Yasmin's not the only one that's listening. I hope not. Well, she's the only one doing Challenge of the Week. So please send in your Challenges of the Week. You can tag us on Instagram, on a story. You can DM us. Mm. You can email us like Yasmin did. We don't care how you get in touch. You can carry a pigeon it over to Lauren because she likes it. Oh, you can fax it to me. You can fax it to her. You can um, bleep me. (laughs) I'm an old-fashioned bleeper. Most of our listeners won't even know what that is. You know, like a page like Doctors Carry, you can bleep me. Yeah. Your challenge. Don't, Don't do that. Just DM us on Instagram and ignore Lauren. So the challenge of the week this week, and we do want to hear from you because this is a hard one. It's a courageous one. It's a brave one. It's an uncomfortable one. Mm. Where do you need to give an apology? Ooh. And wherever it is, and I can see here some of you cringing now because you know the answer to that. Wherever it is, take responsibility and Put on your big girl pants and go apologise. And come on, it is nearly Christmas. So think of it, like we said in the show, as a gift. Oh. A gift to yourself, a gift to the other person, and a gift to the relationship. Lovely. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Lovely. I thank you. So that is our heartfelt week in full. Thank you for being in touch. As always, please keep your messages coming in. Tell us your thoughts, your experiences on the week's practice or any practices that you've been trying that you want to share with us or anything you want us to try. Mm. We're very open. Email us, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back here for our wellness news flash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, 
Just the other day, we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time. And that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren, if she can manage to navigate it anyone can. Hmm. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Wellness News Flash. This week's Wellness News Flash well, I mean, it's quite timely. It's about how to avoid overeating this Christmas. Anyone would think that we timed that on purpose. Goodness me. It's by Lisa Baker. She's the editor at Wellbeing News. She's been talking to Dr. Abueba, a food addiction coach, who considers how to avoid eating too much and re-establishing a healthy relationship with food over Christmas. Nice. How full is your trolley when you do your final supermarket shop before Christmas? Why do we think we need so much food for what is, after all, just one day or a couple of days at most? By adopting a few of the following strategies, we can switch to a healthier relationship with our food this Christmas. And this is how to do it, Nicole. Are you ready? Yes. Pause. Take a breath. (sighs) That comes up in so many practices, doesn't it? Before you reach into that box of celebrations (laughs) and you pray that the Snickers and the Bounty are left because no one else likes them, but they're your favourites. No one likes the Bounty. I love the Snickers and the Bounty. No one likes the Bounty. I do. I do. I like them. We're the perfect match. I know. We knew that already. But before you reach for them, think, is this life enhancing? A celebration is never going to be life enhancing. Is this nutritious? A celebration is never going to be nutritious. Coconut is one of your five a day. No, it is. <laughs> Coconut's not terrible for you, but it's there's no, they're never going to be those things ever. What? So therefore, you're never going to okay, have chocolate. Okay, this is the third thing. What am I really going to enjoy about eating this? That's a good question. Right, there is a difference, I would say, because a lot of... At Christmas, you find this. There's like a bowl of, it's always chocolates, right? And they're in the living room. They're left over from when you've had a Christmas party or people over. And you watch TV and you mindlessly unwrap. Mmm, delicious. And you're not even thinking about it. But if you had to like walk into two different rooms, open a tin, unwrap it or cook it or something, you would think about it more, I think. There's a more lot intention. of mindless. Yes. Mindless eating. So learn to train your impulsive brain by pausing between your first and second thought. So you might think, I really want the chocolate mousse. But if your second thought is, I know that I'm not really going to be able to stop spooning it out the bowl if I start, take a moment to breathe and observe your body. Have a little pause, consider the relationship you have with that food. And usually that's all that it takes to swerve a temptation. A slight pause slows down the impulse part of the brain. Very good advice. Yeah. Very good advice. Also, the other advice is don't keep trigger foods within eyesight. That's what we just said, having yeah. the bowls in the yeah, living yeah, rooms. Yeah. Work out what you love, whether it's the texture, the creaminess, the crunchiness. Acknowledge really your <laughs> acknowledge your weaknesses. When you know what sets off your desire to eat, ideally don't have it in the house. But it's Christmas. Yes. So even if you don't cave into buying these things, you know that you shouldn't. Someone might buy them for you. But that's okay. I agree. It's 
that's okay. It really is okay. What, what they're saying is just be mindful, just don't binge. Yeah. The binging is yeah. not good. So you can give yourself permission to have a couple of treats and then stop. So tell yourself that you'll have one helping if it's something that you really want, but stick to it and trust yourself. Okay. And then eat something first to keep the cravings at bay. So have an intention. If you're going to be going to a big party or you know that you're about to go and have a really huge meal, have something small and healthy beforehand to take the edge off your appetite. I, I do that a lot. Do you? Yes, I, I do never do that. do that ever. And I tell you what else I do, which you would never do. Go on. Is sometimes when I'm hungry mm. at like four o'clock. You have I... a glass of water to <laughs> fill you up. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Oh, fuck off. So annoying. That's exactly what it does. Oh, now I just feel totally shamed. No, because you know they do. Totally shamed. They, me. the big they's, they often say sometimes when you think you're hungry, you're, you're... actually thirsty. Well, there you go. Well, obviously, in my case, that's 99.8% of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't drink. Correct. So actually, sometimes I do the same thing. Not before a meal, but sometimes I think, oh. I don't do it before a meal. Right. Sometimes I think, oh, I'm desperate for a snack, but then I have a drink and actually I'm not desperate for the snack anymore. And also, if you go in, if sometimes if I go into a restaurant completely starving, mm. Mm. I then fill myself up on the bread, I fill myself up on the starter, and I don't enjoy my main. Yeah. So actually, that yeah. having a cracker with a bit of hummus or something yes. just to tide you over yes. Yes. is very helpful. Oh, look, it's literally the next point. What? We're already ahead of the game here. Drink mm. lots. Thirst is often mistaken for hunger. Aww. Drink plenty of water. A glass yeah. of water every time you think you're hungry will help you differentiate between hunger and yes. thirst. Yes. Get plenty of sleep and fresh air. Self-care, whether it's a lovely walk in the park or a bath can help change your relationship with food. When you feel good about yourself, you care about what you put That's true. in your body. That is very true. And give it away. If you do find you have a surplus of biscuits and chocolates on Boxing Day, don't feel compelled to polish them off into the new year. There are plenty of food banks that will welcome food donations. Remember, it's the season of goodwill. Nice. I would also just like to add to this that I am really not into self-deprivation. So I'd understand there is a difference between binging, that's, that's stuffing, what, mindless but, eating. But that's not what they're talking about but here. I, I would also like to say, please don't feel like you really, really must restrict yourself. It is Christmas. And if you do want to have one extra chocolate biscuit, have it. Just well, don't have eight. But that's not what they're talking about. I know. They're talking about how to avoid that feeling of guilt around food, how to avoid that binging around food, how to avoid that excess overeating. And let's be honest, as much as it is so important to let loose and have what you want... Just define what it is you actually want rather mm. than going into, as you mm. said before, this mindless numbing of just shoving food in your mouth because it actually makes you feel so crappy. Well, like we said in our week of intuitive eating, your feelings are not in the fridge. Right. And you they're, said they're, that. Well, they're not. They're not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an emotional eater, so I don't get trapped into that. But I do get trapped into, it's there, I'm bored, I'll eat it. I do get caught up in that. I, right. It's taken me years to learn how not to. Mm. So I totally get this article. I think it's actually very helpful. And it's not saying you're not allowed the chocolate and you're not allowed this. It's saying just tune in. Just take a mm. breath. Take mm. a minute. Mm. What is it you want? Mm -hmm. What is going to serve you? What, mm. Because I tell you something, two days of just eating whatever the hell I want. For me, that mm. means I'm going to be binging for two days and then I'm going to feel so lethargic, I'm going to have headaches, I'm going to feel terrible. It's so silly though, because it's just a roast dinner Christmas Day. There's nothing that excessive about it. Everyone goes on and but on and on about no, it. No, but it's what's around it. But what what is around it? 
well, you, you're drinking more, you're going out for Christmas parties, you're in more of a celebratory mood. There's a lot more I might drink activity. a little more, but I don't think I actually eat loads and loads and loads more. Apart from the but year you're... of the panettone, we have, to, we have to give that a miss. I can't even look at them anymore. That was last year. It's every year, Nicole. It's not like... <laughs> It's every it's not fucking Christmas. The year of the panettone. It's, it's, you go to Costco, you see that panettone and the beautiful tin, you buy it, and then you just eat the whole thing I to don't yourself. Like panettone. Oh my god, I love it so much. So you can have it. Just have no. But what I can't have is the whole panettone. Yeah, yeah but, because it makes you feel crappy. Well, it does when I look at my stomach in January. <laughs> it looks like a panettone. <laughs> yeah, it does make me feel crappy. <laughs> so what are you doing for self care this week, Lauren? I've been upping my walking a little bit. Nice. Because I've been really into a couple of new podcasts. So I've been listening while I'm walking. And I know it's cold and it has been cold, but it's also been sunny. So that's been really nice. And I don't know if this counts as self-care, but we're recording this a few weeks before. So we're not quite into December yet. But I have really got on top of the Christmas shopping this year. Mm -hmm. I hate the feeling of rushing buying crap because you're a bit late, worrying about delivery times, everything's slower because of Brexit and blah, 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 blah. So that's that's what I've done is just try to be very organised, get ahead of the game so I don't feel stressed and I can enjoy things nice. a little more. Nice. Yeah. What have you been doing? I've booked my booster. Good for you. Thanks. I'm having that tomorrow. Excellent. That's self-care, I, yep. I guess. Yes, definitely. I mean, you know, I'm still training. You're life. actually training extra hard right now. I am, aren't I? Yeah, you are. You're on like a mission. Can I tell you something I'm very proud of? Come on. <laughs> Which is the most useless skill to have in your entire life. Yeah. But mm. I got the most burpees in the gym yesterday. How in many? A, in a minute. How many? 28. I don't know if that's a lot, but I'm going to believe you that it is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, and then you said yeah. you reckon you could do 15. I, pr- I mean, I give it a go. You- we, we're going to do it in a minute. Oh, we're we actually going to do it after yeah, we record. Fuck it, why not? And James okay. said, "Yeah, what? How annoyed would you be if I did thirty? I was like, James, you won't do thirty. He goes, but how annoyed would you be? I was like, but you won't. Okay, but you won't. I'm not really in the right gear to do burpees. I'm in dungarees and a sweater. That's all right. It's only a minute. Okay, okay. So that's kind of what I'm doing burpees, <laughs> burpees for myself. Right, great, good. I am training. I'm not training more than normal. I just feel like my training since I had shingles mm. and I've come back sort of, I don't know, better than ever. I just, I'm so, so into it at the moment. I'm loving every session. I feel really strong. I feel really fast. I just, I'm just totally in love with it. It makes you happy. It makes me so happy. And strong and fit. Yeah. I'm prepared for life as a busy mum and podcaster. Yeah. It gives well, me it's great. so much joy. Good. Then that's what's better than that. Exactly. What are we doing next week, Lauren? I have no idea, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing next week? I have no week? idea. I'm going to look now. We are going to stand in minus 125 degrees. What the fuck? Yes. It's minus one outside. I don't want to go any colder. Imagine standing in that. Yeah. Naked. What? What fresh hell is this? Cryotherapy. Cryo what? and it's going to be great and it's good for muscle recovery it's good for arthritis it's good for skin conditions it's good for sleep it's basically good for migraine it's good for everything it sounds like hell it's amazing 
So we'll be back <laughs> with that next week. Thanks for listening to our epilogue show. We hope you enjoyed it. We are going to be back on Tuesday with our cryotherapy show, which is just basically cold therapy in minus two degrees as it is. Probably not the best time of year to do it. Mm, no. Please keep your messages coming in because we love hearing from you. At Self Care Club Pod is over at Instagram and hello at selfcareclub.co.uk and we will speak to you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. podcast explores how to feel happier more confident and empowered in your motherhood even in our world of pressure judgment and comparison i'm your host zoe blasky and every week i speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence listen wherever you get your podcasts just search motherkind kind